This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Wayward Wade, Braggart Bob, and Miscreant Mark. This week, the gassing gang gregariously gallumped through the most diminishing of all situations, the annihilation of approbation from one's mater or pater. Yes, it's time for disappointing our parents. Please pack thy guilt for a very long trip and enjoy the show. Hello, gentle listeners, and welcome back to another incredible episode of Distractable. My name is Markiplier, and I'm going to be your host for this evening, morning, or afternoon, wherever you're watching it. I'm the judge, the arbitrator of this round of discussion, and today, oddly enough, I'm joined by a Bob and Wade. Oh, boy. Hello, hello. I was the true winner last week, but somehow it was given to you, and I haven't forgotten that. I feel like that means you're not the true winner. I was the most gracious loser. I'm never gracious when I lose. Well, all right. What you're a, right. That's fair. That's you fair. You win. Point for honesty. Oh, yeah. I'm marking that one down. One point for me. Uh, I'm marking them down, too. You, are you just trying to check me? Yeah. <laughs> all right, go for it, you know? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm fine with that. I'm open with my points. All right. But today is a very special day in that today we will be doing small talk. How are you guys? I have discovered a new thing that makes me laugh, but also embarrasses me. Okay. I was just telling you about this before we started recording, but it's apparently I cannot help but laugh at songs where someone has taken auto-tune and ruined the song. Whether it's like changing it so they're singing out of tune or or just fully changing the melody or like I saw uh, there's a sound w- with uh, Smash Mouth, that song, All Star, but it was to that TikTok meme that's like, please don't text me when you're drunk. Ooh. <laughs> but in but then the verse is just smash mouth. I'm watching it and I'm like, this is terrible. This is garbage shit post content. And then also I'm laughing until my eyes tear up and I feel very conflicted about it. So that's my life right now. I get that. I get the stupid things that just like for some reason make you double over. Like I remember when we were doing change and I th- was it you or Ethan that went like four change. <laughs> Five. Fucking Ethan. Oh, I laughed for like 10 minutes straight. I I don't know what happened to me. (laughs) I remember that. That was so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't feel bad. Uh, Wade, have you found anything hilarious on the internet that you'd like to share? Yeah. So I discovered uh, recently in the last few weeks that there's this new trend on various like video streaming networks uh, called anime. Okay. And I've seen a few of them now. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've seen Can you some... say what you just say again, but is an old man voice? Uh, sure, sure. I've discovered in, in the past few weeks uh, this new phenomenon on various uh, uh, streaming networks uh, uh, called uh, anime. <laughs> Wait, I asked you to change your voice. You sound exactly the same. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 You guys are ribbing me. You're ribbing me. That's three points anyway. to Wade. Oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 who
Um, All right, well, what's this anime about? Yeah, what you watching? Well, I I had watched the Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and stuff growing up. That's the only one I'd ever really watched. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we had some guests in town, they got me started on My Hero Academia, which has been pretty good. That's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> academia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've said academia before, but I just look at you like reading an anime title, and you're like. <laughs> Attack on tit, Anne. What is this? <laughs> um, yes, got you again, Trebek. That sounds like, like the SNL. <laughs> attack on tit, and I'll take attack on titten for 500, Trebek. <laughs> uh, but watch that. We watched one called Food Wars 2, which is mostly a food porn. Oh, hell yeah. I've actually watched that one. I've only watched the first season. I've heard Food Wars is supposed to be really good, actually. Yeah, it's been enjoyable. It's so it's been, weird. It's very weird. Yeah, I was not prepared for everyone to be naked enjoying their food and like every time i eat food now uh-huh. i'm like oh man the way that this delicious ketchup has lightly pasted over the hot dog as i insert it in my mouth after the aroma of the scented microwave fumes has added to it and then your clothes rip off yeah then your clothes body. rip off and i'm sitting there drooling with like my cheeks all rosy red a little bit of mm. drool on the edge of my mouth yeah no food wars is a trip i i eventually got to watch more of it but i've only seen the first season yeah it's it's been it's been an interesting world they're very different from from Hey Arnold and Cat Dog. Are they though? Mm. Are they though? A little bit more nudity, yeah. Oh, is it though? Cat Dog's naked the whole time. What the hell are you talking about? I guess Cat Dog was naked the whole time. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The other dogs are wearing clothes in that show. Cat Dog, yeah. fully nude. But they're each other's private parts. True. Yeah. How do they pee? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Uh, point to Bob for winning small talk. All right. All right. I didn't even mention. Uh, oh, how many for I, me? Uh, you should watch Merlin. It's on Netflix. It's really good. Have you guys seen Merlin? No. It's from the mid 2000s. Uh, it's excellent. No. It's very good. It's like if Game of Thrones was made by British people and good. Okay. All right. I'll put it on my list. I already won. I'm just piling on now. Sorry, Wade. Yeah. No, that's fine. How many points did I get for that? Uh, none. Small talk over. All right. All right. So we're moving on to today's discussion. And I'm going to kick it off with a story of my own. Like, I usually do. Okay, three points to you. Three points to me. Um, so when I was a young lad, I've told you the story about how when I went into the woods and found a a, a VHS tape. A porn. That was that was porn, right? A porn. So that was not actually my first time seeing pornography oh no sinner so after that and our failed attempt to get this vhs to play the next logical place that we went was obviously the internet yes because it was this glorious portal into the world that had an infinite amount of knowledge and very likely porn so was there a shady section of blockbuster that had some nice scantily clad females on the covers too though what the hell backward ass blockbuster did you have in your town (laughs) i didn't i don't either go on so i was was, uh, it was actually uh, this uh, neighborhood kid that introduced the concept. And so we go up to, uh, when my dad was out, we go up to his office and his computer, right? Our first mistake. <laughs> so we go uh, on the computer and we open up whatever the search engine of that time was, probably like Ask Jeeves or Altavis or something like that. We go to Ask Jeeves and we type in P-O-R-N, enter, click. <laughs> you know, the internet says dial up at that day. But our good old butler boy help you out. Oh, he sure did because I feasted my eyes upon things that I had no idea what it was. Cause like I'm way, way too young to have seen any of that stuff at this point. So it's like the stars, boobies, boobies. 
boobies, I mean, pretty boobies, much. Boobies, boobies. Uh, but I can't even say that because, like, this is like I, I must have been like ten or eleven at this point. So, like, this is pre-puberty. Uh, nothing. It, it, all I knew was that it, I wasn't allowed to look at it. So we quickly get scared because mm-hmm. that's how it always goes. You know, as soon as we're like, we're gonna do something dangerous, and then as soon as you do, you're like, oh, yeah, and then you bail. And I thought that was the end of it. It was not. My dad was very tech savvy. He knew how the internet worked and he knew how internet history worked. And so, uh, surprise, surprise, he looks at his history and discovers that we, or more specifically, I had been looking up pornography and he was not mad. He was disappointed. And he... I was hoping to be enthusiastic. Like, dude, let me show you all the female parts. <laughs> bro, you're finally here. Here's a hole, here's a hole, here's a nip, here's, here's a, a nip. nip, here's a nip, here's now a nip. Now we can bro out together. I want a beer. Anyway. God, I've been waiting for this day. So he was, you know, upset, not really, but you know, disappointed. Mm. And he thought up a punishment. And the punishment was, I needed to read the Bible. My dad, very religious person. So I read the Bible. Interesting. And he made me do a book report on the story of Job. Ooh. Do you guys know about the story of Job? I do. One of my favorite sci-fi books is based on the story of Job. I always thought it was a story about like how to apply for jobs. I didn't know it was actually a guy named Job. So no, not too familiar. Well, I mean, I don't even know if applying for jobs would come from that story either because Job was a godly man oh. and he was very devout and believed and then one day apparently the god and the devil were just talking as they do and uh uh, this is I'm literally translating the book report that I wrote when I was like 10 or 11. You still have it. You read it every day. <laughs> and so these two guys were talking and there's Job. He's got family and a farm and whatnot. And the devil says to God and is all like, hey, you're not as good as you think you are. Your people don't believe in you as much as they do. You think you they do. And I bet that I can get one of them to switch on you at a heartbeat, even the most devout. And God was like, well, there's Job. He's uh, he's happy fuck up his life he'll still believe in me and so the devil did that i think he killed his whole family like all his sons and daughters and wife and it made his crops turn to dust or whatever job's just like it's fine everything is fine legitimately as he sips his tea that is what it was (laughs) job stayed true never cursed god's name none of that always stayed true and then you know the devil's like ah you got me and then god's like showed you anyway job here's a new wife here's new kids and Job, who must have completely forgotten about his old ones and didn't care for him at all, was like, oh, thanks. Here's more farms. Great. Where's my old wife and kids? Bah! They're in hell, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're gone, man. Don't hold on to that. Uh, they're in that pile over there. Here's a shovel. Go <laughs> dig them up, Job. They're still there. Anyway, uh, like, I'm sure I'm paraphrasing some here, but that's not the point of this, is that to child me, the story of Job meant nothing, but this was the punishment that my father deemed fit for watching pornography i don't know how the lesson connects i don't know if <laughs> like god is gonna take things away from me if i watch porn or whatever i think that was just a threat i felt threatened yes i think that was a thinly veiled th- your dad was like you do this again you're job <laughs> you're job and i'm satan <laughs> yeah, so wait if you look at porn your dad's gonna get you a new wife and kids anyway so the topic of today is i want to hear stories of how you disappointed or terrorized the lives of your own parents when were they not mad but disappointed in you 
Oh, dude, I'm going to have a really hard time with this because I was a great kid. <laughs> was oh, so horribly, oh, lamely wow. no perfect way. in every way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this the same man who in the last episode we recorded slaughtered <laughs> yeah. an innocent tree in yeah. order to capture a raccoon? <laughs> Is that you, perfect son? <laughs> yeah, but my siblings were all so bad that my mom still looked as that as a holy act. <laughs> I could do no wrong growing up because there was always worse around. Oh. Me. Okay, the fact that you didn't necessarily get out any trouble or whatever does not mean that it wasn't bad. The fact that there wasn't a dead body, a line of cocaine, and like six pregnant women involved uh -huh. in that story already made me better than my siblings in my mom's eyes. Well, we're not comparing you to your Because you were the good kid, your mom would have been disappointed and not mad because she expected better out of you. There had to win points in your life where you felt deep shame at your actions if you were a good kid you would have felt that and don't you stand there and tell me that you didn't do anything that made your mom disappointed in you well she would have had to known about it to be disappointed i always got away with it when i did do something well we're gonna call her up after this if this <laughs> is the case uh, no she's gone <laughs> what whoa uh, she's, she's gone i don't oh. know she just vanished <laughs> she up and vanished one day I so don't know. there are things okay i will extend it to things that you have not told your parents this is also a confessional oh, no. this is also a confessional if you don't have anything you have to make things oh god and once again it must be uh, titled it must be in story form, mla sources cited all that stuff a bibliography mm-hmm mm-hmm this episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Would you guys like a few minutes to contemplate? I've got three already. <laughs> you said you had nothing! You said you were a good kid! Uh, well, I was, mostly. <laughs> I knew it. They're relatively minor. I didn't do that uh -huh, much bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, Bob, you need some time to think? I do need time. I'm actually a good kid, and I don't have any stories where my parents were disappointed or oh, mad. Oh, shove it up your asses. I'm the best kid that ever was. I'm the nice one. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm, I'm not going to deduct points, but I am disappointed in you. Oh, that kind of hurts. All right. <laughs> Wade, do you have a title for uh, which story you want to put forward first? Oh, um, oh, a title. Man, that's tough. Uh, which story do I want to tell first? I guess we'll start off with this one. What do I want to call it? I need a moment for my title. Okay. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. You saw boobs without me? Oh, um, <laughs> all right. That's a good title. Bob, do you have anything to compete or are you? I'm still thinking, man. I'm trying to pick. Okay, all right, Wade, it is your time to shine. I'll give you one point by default for going first. Oh, hell yeah. 
Um, so we are rewinding back to, I think we were, man, I don't, there was a club in Cincinnati. I cannot remember what it was called, but I think you could get in 18 or up. It was not a 21 or up club. Okay. So this had to have been senior year of high school, like probably spring, early summer, 2007. Some friends and I were going to go to this club. So we all get together, we get dressed up. We're like, man, we're going to go to our first club. This is going to be awesome. And we'd been there like... A couple of us had been there like once before. You walked in, they ID'd you. If you weren't 21, they put like a stamp on your hand and so on and so forth. People go into the bathroom and wash it off. They wanted to buy alcohol. Mm. It was very easy to skirt around the rules. I did not drink underage after losing my dad to alcoholism. I, that was one thing I did not do. But we all wanted to go to this club and hang out and meet girls and so on and so forth. And I remember we got dressed up. We got in the car. We drove over. And when we arrived at the location, the place was just trashed, very obviously closed down. I might have even been partially demolished. I can't remember, but it was very obvious the club no longer existed. And we had all put on like our best high school polo shirts and khakis or whatever the hell we owned at the time. I don't know mm -hmm. what the style was. That. It was that. And we looked around. It was the style that you still wear to this day. That's the style. <laughs> that explains why my wardrobe hasn't changed in over a decade. Thank you, man. Uh, that was 15 years ago. Oh, God. So we're looking at each other like, well, what do we do now? And I don't remember who suggested it, but one of my friends was like, well, there's a strip club not too far from here we could go check out. And we all just looked at each other like super nervous. Like we were all like, that'd be cool, but also none of us really wanted to go be put in our uncomfortable place, whatever. Uh -huh. I was on the fence because I thought it sounded like an awkward place to go. Like a naked girl museum is kind of weird, but I guess if you want to go see it, we can go. I don't know. The, the appeal of strip clubs has just never really been there for me. Yeah, I'm not, not about that either. But that's where most people voted, so that's where we went. We went to a strip club that also is no longer in existence. I think it's a church now, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Hey, it had a, a change of heart. We walked in, and... The, when you first walked in, you kind of like have to go through dude's ID and everything. Then you walk in, you're immediately by the bar. And then like way across the room is the stage. And we were all like so nervous to be there. So we picked seats as far away from everything as humanly possible. And the four of, I think it was four of us, all sat together like side by side in these chairs and basically like the nosebleed section. So there were like the 10 dudes that were super stoked to be there that are up on the stage, throwing their singles, like whooping and hollering and just being like, you know, asshole douchey guys. But I guess they were the paying customers. And there was us sitting like way in the back. Uh, there were girls wearing various levels of clothing or no clothing, walking around, I guess, offering lap dance and that kind of thing and it was just it was like an hour hour and a half of just super awkwardness where a couple of my friends got into it but a couple of us also were just like dude this is awful i want to leave so bad i swear one of the girls got on stage and I, i'm sure this is not what the announcer said but this is what i heard and what i swear i hear to this day is this is uh sandra Sandra's only here because she wants to pay her way through college. <laughs> and she just had this like sad expression as she walked out there and like started dancing on the pole. Who knows what her face actually looked like, but I'm like, she's only here because of this. She is showing you her boobs because she has no other way to pay for her life. Enjoy her stripping, I guess. It was just like this guilty, like sitting back there because we didn't have a whole lot of money. So it's not like we were up there like throwing bills or anything. So we're just mm -hmm. broke high schoolers sitting back here while this poor girl's up there like strutting her stuff because she has no other way to pay for college it's just like dude i want to leave so badly mm -hmm. so uh we get home that night uh everyone kind of goes their separate ways and my mom's like well you got dressed up where'd you go oh well we tried to go to uh the club but uh it got closed down so we went to uh strip club instead and my mom gets this look on her face like you went to what uh strip club 
I mean, the guys wanted to go. It was awful. I didn't really like it. I didn't want to go. <laughs> you went to a strip club and I didn't get to take you your first time. What? <laughs> I wanted to take you the first time you went to a strip club. Oh, uh, well, you'd never mentioned that. We never <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> But she was not disappointed that I went. She was disappointed that I saw boobs without her. So, so was it you that mentioned what I, what my dad was like, or was that Bob that says like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah, you want some beer, and some boobs." So that was actually your mom. Yeah, my mom was actually like, "Man, I just wish I was there for your first time." Mm -hmm. My mom was the one all my friends considered like the really cool mom growing up. She was the one that like she talked to my my sister's friends whenever they were teenagers. She talked to like their parents. She's like, "Hey, do you care if uh, so and so drinks wine over at our house? They'll be supervised." And everything like we were the house she went to for like the cool uh, mom i guess so all my friends like they're like dude i would never tell my parents we went you told your mom like, yeah she was sad she didn't go with us i guess <laughs> like, your mom's so cool like yeah nothing i want to do than stare at some poor college girl barely paying her way or staring at her boobs while my mom's sitting next to me pointing them out and telling me all about them i don't know what's my mom gonna tell me if we go together what's what's the point like what's she gonna do like oh man wait which girl attracts you the most like oh well mom i don't know the boobs on this one look at those areolas like what the fuck <laughs> what conversation to have with your mom at a strip club oh god well i guess that does qualify for the topic because she was disappointed in you and she was not she mad she sure yet. was so yeah. i'll 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 give you i'll give you two points for that story i'll give you two points for that that was good yeah nice <laughs> nice unexpected twist thank you yes bob do you have your story ready uh, yes Okay. All right. Hesitant. Um, I like it. I'm trying to think of a title still, <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh, I think I think I think my story is going to be titled. Um, I, I don't know. It was raining. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. Uh, my story goes back to high school as well. I want to preface all of this by saying I think I burned my parents out on this at a young age. I'm a relatively smart person, and like I'm, I'm one of those kids. When I was in uh, middle school and high school, if you asked any of my teachers, they would have been like, "You know what? He is this bright kid. He just needs to apply himself more." Oh no! Oh. I was exactly that kid where like I could have gotten probably straight A's if I really put in the effort and did all my homework and studied. And but like I don't know, I'm not capable of that. I have no idea. I'm like a chronically lazy and uh poor student my parents gave me a lot of shit all the way through like middle school and through the first year or two of high school every report card i'd come home and it'd be like a minus a minus b b minus and they'd be like b's are you kidding me? How many homework assignments did you miss? I'd be like, I don't know, all of them. <laughs> I, and I did great in college, by and large, because homework didn't count in a lot of my classes. All you gotta do is show up and take the test, and I was certainly capable of that. Uh, but like, there reached a point where I'd bring home a, you know, senior year of high school. I brought home a report card, and it was like A minus, A minus, B, B minus, C plus. And my parents were just like, you can do better than this, probably. I don't. Good job. Uh, I don't know what you want. Uh, so they latched on to my brother because he is an excellent student. He is probably smarter than I am, and he's an excellent student. He's always done really well and got straight A's. And so I think they just put all their hopes in his basket. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one, I was a very lucky kid. Uh, when I turned, it wasn't when I turned 16, but when I turned 17, uh, my grandmother was like, hey, we have two cars. My, my grandparents had two cars, and they really only drove the one. Her car that she had had forever and ever just sat in the garage. It was like a 1990 three Buick 
century, I think. Just sat in her garage and she was like, what if Bobby drove this car? What if I give this car to Bobby? And my parents were like, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to buy a car. High school kids don't need a car, but if you're really not using it. And so literally we like, we drove up uh, over the summer. I had my license. I was 17. We drove up there. We had to clean bees out of it. It was. <laughs> it had been sitting for so long that it had multiple generations of a beehive in the door and like in the vent thing. It was a whole thing. So we got the bees out of it and uh, dad drove it down. And that was like my car. I had like a high school car, which I think I got that the summer before my senior year. So it was like my last year of high school. I finally have a car. I can drive myself to school, get a parking lot, drive to school, be one of those kids. And it's great. And uh, I was a kid, right? I was one too once. Kids are not very responsible. There's a reason... I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I don't believe it either. There's a reason that it costs so much money to have car insurance for a young person. Uh, Until you're like 25, it costs extra because you're an idiot, especially if you're a guy, apparently. Uh, they're right. Very true. <laughs> Whatever they base that on, it's correct. Uh, <laughs> I because I, I drove myself and a buddy who lived close. I would pick him up every morning and, and drive to school and then drive us home from band practice. And uh, and I would screw around. Like, not insane. I mean, it was not like a fast car. It was an old Buick. But, you know, when you're a kid, and you're just driving and you're on your own you screw around you're like oh how fast can i take this turn hmm. like can i make the can i make the tire squeal if i like hold the brakes and slam the gas like what happens great ideas yeah well i did, did lots of smart stuff but one time it was raining and i was just driving home from school and it was i was turning from a residential street onto another residential street these are both slow low speed limit streets and i was like it's raining which means it's slippy so if i take this turn really fast i can tokyo drift <laughs> uh, this car is front wheel drive and I understood what that meant kind of but I was like I bet I can do it if I go fast enough and turn hard enough the back wheels will slide out and it'll be really cool so I drove my car directly into a curb at oh. like 30 miles an hour <laughs> oh, and then into a tree very slightly <clears throat> and we were fine my buddy was in the car with me and he was kind of like what the fuck dude what ah! like it was he didn't like that he was not a car guy <laughs> Uh, but we were fine. No one got hurt. Airbags didn't go off or anything, but I really, really fucked up the car. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, we did that, and we were just sitting there, like, you know, 10 minutes away from home, sitting there, and Pete is like, ah, damn, I guess we walk. And I was like, ah, ah my car, I think it's broken. I don't know. And I called my dad, and he comes, and he's like, clearly, I had broken, like, the control arm, which is basically one of the things that keeps the wheel from flopping around like a knot wheel, as well as a bunch of other stuff. Basically, it was broken. It was undrivable. And dad came and we got it towed and on the drive home like he dropped off pete and said bye to pete and then on the way to our house dad looks at me and he's like so what'd you do racing or something like that and i was like i don't know no i mean i was just driving safely <laughs> it's raining and there was other cars around and i just like just barely touched the curb and the car exploded i don't know, even know how it broke <laughs> and he was like mm-hmm and like just the absolute sting of like him knowing that I'm a moron that I did this and also all of his fears about me being a really unsafe driver being completely confirmed <laughs> there was a stretch of time after that where I was not allowed to drive on my own uh. <laughs> and they weren't mad they weren't mad they were a little peeved about the how expensive it was to fix a, at that point 15 or 16 year old car mm -hmm. but they were disappointed Ooh. Because all I had was, oh, I don't know, it was raining. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I yeah. Oh, man. That sucks. I feel bad. But good story, though. Two points. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, St. Wade. Oh, glorious Wade who can do no wrong. 
whose parents uh, like kiss the ground upon ye walk. Okay, so I, I've got a story. I've got two more I've written down here. I've got one where my mom was actually disappointed, and I've got one where I got away with it, something. Which one do you want to hear first? I don't care. Which one are you more ashamed of? Neither one are really as good as the first one. The first one was all my all my eggs were in that basket. Okay. I guess I'll save the best for last of these two, and I'll tell you the one where my mom was actually disappointed in me. Okay. So of all things, uh, rewinding back to, I think it was like 2013, we had been doing Drunk Minecraft at the time for a little while. I had launched my YouTube channel, I think November 19th of 2012. I posted my first YouTube video and I was working at an eye institute uh, checking people's vision and stuff like that. And my mom had helped me get that job because I don't know a lot of our people out there listening. Like, I don't know how the job market has been for you guys, but despite me actually being like a 4.0 student and having all kinds of like great recommendations, a beautiful card and uh, honors and all that stuff. Apparently none of that shit mattered because when I went to applying for jobs, every place wanted experience. There's no way to start a job somewhere unless you have experience or like your dad owns the company. Yeah, funny about that. Yeah, really weird. So despite having like all of these great credentials, I couldn't get hired anywhere. And my mom had helped me get an in with this eye institute. So I started working there and I was working there for about five or six months when my YouTube channel started doing really well. So I was having really good growth. I went from like 10 or 15,000 subscribers on YouTube up to like 20, 30, 40, 50. Uh, and it was like growing faster and faster. So I got to like 50, 55,000 YouTube subscribers. And I was like, this is it. I can go full time. Ad revenue was never had never been better. Also, mysteriously, it was November in December well, as I was saying that. Oh, weird. Oh, yeah. yeah crazy. <laughs> okay. Crazy how uh, weird how around Christmas time ad revenues at an all-time high. Great time to quit your job and go full-time on YouTube right as you hit the January, February, March months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But regardless of that, I remember after my mom helped me get this job and uh, she knew everyone that worked there and everything, I was doing well. People liked me there. I had finished their training course. I was in like this floating course. I forget what it was called, but basically a tech trainee program where I worked with all the different departments. So like glaucoma, retina so on and so forth and i told her i was like hey i'm gonna quit and go full-time with gaming and like <laughs> and i remember growing up again i was a really good kid i don't have many stories of like having disappointment because i was always the great hope of the family i was the one that was gonna go to college and law school get my law degree and be super successful and make all kinds of money and stuff and here i was one not having gone to law school and now it's like not only did i not go to law school now i'm quitting a very good job that has good benefits good pay she helped me get it and now i'm leaving them after only six months to go play video games and i remember the look in her eyes like said it all and she tried to be like like calm and nice about it. She's like, well, I don't know if that's really a good idea. Are you sure this is what's best? Because, you know, you're making this, you have these benefits, yada, yada, yada. And I, I was convinced. But suffice it to say, I also called my aunt. Um, she and my mom are like the two people I consult most. Neither one of them were very thrilled about the idea. Uh, it was very difficult to hear their disappointment uh, in my decisions. They've since come around and have agreed maybe it was a good choice. But at the time, I remember like, you know, I I, I thought it was the right move, but I didn't know for sure if it would pan out well. Mm -hmm. But I, I knew I couldn't keep doing the whole like working eight hours a day, five days a week, then coming home, eating dinner, taking a nap, recording, editing, going to sleep at like 2 a.m., getting up at 5.30 in the morning like it was just that was killing me i could not do youtube and work a full-time job and I, I just couldn't do it i wasn't able to do it mm. so it worked out and like i said it's not a great story but it's one of the few times there was legit disappointment and like everyone was like mm, that's a bad choice i don't know i don't know if youtube's the way to go it's kind of like whenever you and i talked on the balcony there weren't a whole lot of people that were supporting you doing youtube at the time but yeah leaving this job was such a huge thing <laughs> and i i was so scared to have that conversation and man oh man did it live up to the 
the expectations of disappointment. Yeah, I did something similar with my mom where I was in college and I had made the decision that I was like, okay, I got to pick either one of these. Same thing. It was like, okay, I'm starting to make some money. I think I'm going to commit to YouTube full time. It's a, it's a chance. But I didn't tell my mom, right? So I kept up appearances of going to college, quote unquote, <laughs> for, for three hours a day. I drove and I drove to Starbucks in a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and I just sat there and browsed the internet for like three hours. I would come back and, uh, you know, my mom, she was very much about like my grades and all this stuff, which, you know, was all useless because I didn't do homework anyway, but I got decent grades. But when I stopped having like tests, because she would always ask me what my next test was and when i stopped knowing when my next test she started to suspect something and then right around the time uh when i was getting ready like oh she, she, she confronted me like in my room she was boom my door opened she was like <laughs> she had that voice you know where her korean starts to come out instead of english and i just like oh, shit here we go okay mom i'm not really in school at the moment and she was <laughs> not disappointed she was mad <laughs> so that story doesn't qualify for here. If you guys have a not disappointed but mad story, I'll take it too. But whoa, my mom was mad because she did not understand YouTube. I can imagine. At least I confronted it right away. You literally tried to play it off like you were still going. Well, I mean, it was the right move because I knew how mad she'd be. And then it was proven when she was mad. Right, right. You don't want that to happen. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I got stories about me disappointing my, uh, angering my mother. I mean, she's a saint she's great i don't have that many i could think of like two times ever my mom was mad at me and one was like when i got in a fight with my younger brother and one time was uh i don't even remember what the other one was about something about the girl i was dating at the time or something i have one. Oh, i have one the only problem i like this story but the only problem with it is i think my parents were too cool to get mad mm. i have to give them credit interesting oh by the way wade two points oh nice congrats uh but bob yes my second story it's entitled Arg to the Duchess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even title uh, my second one. Damn it. <laughs> I'll deduct the point for that. You only got one point for that story. No title. Damn it. Oh, wreck. I uh, shouldn't have admitted it. I would never have uh, never have noticed. Do I get half a point for admitting my faults nope. instead of hiding it? Nope. No, the half point is it was what you get from deducted off the first point. It makes sense. Shut up, Bob. Go. It absolutely makes sense. Yes. Uh, so in high school, I was a cool kid. My freshman year, I quit football. I thought I was going to be a college football player and go on scholarship and stuff, and uh, that didn't really pan out very well. Mm -hmm. And I decided to go all in on band. I had been playing uh, tuba since like sixth grade, and I had been I was in band, but I wasn't in marching band because at my school, if you were in I mean, if you were in football, you couldn't really be in marching band. This kind of things that happen at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. um, so after my freshman year, I quit. Or actually, I guess it was after my sophomore year because I did marching band the last two years of high school. But whatever. I quit football and I started doing marching band and I was real cool. But I actually made friends in marching band. I don't know that I really had a single friend on the football team. I spent time with those guys with, at practice and in workouts and stuff. And then I never fucking saw them ever outside of where we had to be together. Mm -hmm. But I made friends in band and I made some cool friends, some upperclassmen who could drive, who had cars. And at one point, uh, we made a really cool plan. We were four of us. We're going to hang out. We were going to play some uh, video games. Maybe maybe do a little casual like D&D one-off. Hang out. And basically hang out, have some fun, kill the time until the midnight release of Pirates of the Caribbean mm. 2. Mm. The first one 
had been a huge hit. Pirates were all the rage. Johnny Depp was killing it as Jack Sparrow. Uh. And so we were really hype about Pirates 2, right? I think that's it's one of the Pirates movies. I think it was 2. And we were so we spent this whole night. And uh, one of the memos I did not get was everybody else showed up at the house where we were going to hang out before we went to the movie dressed as pirates. Uh. I've never really been much for costumes. Hard to get a costume when you're like a huge dude. They don't fit, right? You can't just buy whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like, it was fine. I, I showed up and they were all like, you, you didn't wear your costume. And I was like, I didn't. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> um, but we had a good time. Those guys were cool. It was me and a buddy who was in my grade and then two like seniors. And they had the car and they were driving. And it was cool. We hung out and we went and saw the movie. movie was awesome. The first three Pirates movies are all pretty good. Very watchable. Fun time. And uh, we had a great time. And on the way out... We like got back to the car, piled in, and as we we're driving home, this was not a particularly close movie theater because we wanted to go to like a cool one. Mm. This was back in the day before every movie theater just had like those recliner seats that seems to be really common now. Yeah. We went to a cool one that was like they've got nice seats and they've got a fancy drinks machine with more options and this sort of stuff. Yeah. So it was like, you know, it was like a half hour, 35 minutes away, which when you've just watched a two hour long movie and it's the middle of the night, we were driving home at essentially like two thirty. 3-ish in the morning. Mm-hmm. And as we're driving, the guy whose car it is, who's driving, at some point is like, oh shit, guys. I fuck it. I was supposed to get gas. We're, we're like running on fumes right now. Like it was on E when we left home. <laughs> now it's like below E. Like shit. And we were all like, oh my God. Oh shit, that's crazy. And he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna coast it. I'm gonna be really light on the throttle. I'm gonna, we can do this. And we're like, well, we don't really know where we are like we don't know this area should we wait till we get to like home to like Dublin to because we know where the gas stations are and he was like I think we can make it I know there's an exit if we take this exit and then you get off the exit it's like downhill so we can like coast down that hill and just pull right into the gas station and we were like oh this is crazy this is so crazy guys holy shit and you know we're high school kids we're all hyped up on like Mountain Dew it's the middle of the night it's a whole thing right so we're fucking psyched about this Hmm. we're racing the gas tank whatever driving on fumes that's already on E. You're racing it. Yeah, we're racing. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you'll beat it. And we get off the highway and we coast down the hill and we come screaming into the gas station and like pull up. He slams it in park and everyone is like, yeah. guys we made it Uh, god damn it and everyone is like let's fucking let's get snacks let's get out yes so we all pile out of this little car and we're just like psyched we're not paying attention to anything that's going on around us uh, the one guy goes to gas up the car and the three of us the other guys run up to the door and like it's that thing where like we're all at the door and one of us pulls on it and it doesn't open and it's really jarring and everyone's like whoa what the the door whoa the door stuck yeah the, and we all sort of look around and start to realize like oh oh there's no lights on in the gas oh it's dark in the gas station <laughs> oh shit um and we look back and the guy's at the gas pump and he's sort of like looking over the car at us and he's like it's not working <laughs> like we all have this collective moment of like oh no oh god guys this gas station's closed <laughs> and there's not another one for like a couple of miles or something like ah oh, shit and we're like oh fuck like 
I hope we can make it to the next gas station. Sure. Uh, so we're still hyped up, but now we're like, oh, now we might be in trouble. Like we're in hometown, we're in Dublin, but like we're not by our parents' house yet. Then it's the middle of the night. It's like 3 a.m. What are they gonna come pick us up? That's annoying. And like our, our parents fully know what we were doing. They know we were all hanging out. We were seeing this movie. We were, they know we were gonna be home super late because it's a midnight movie. But we're like, ah, oh, shit. All right, where's the next? We like strategize for a second, right? We're standing around the car, still amped up beyond belief we decide we're like i know this is one this is the one we're gonna go to we all pile in the car starts it up we start to pull out of the gas station and literally it's the middle of the night in a suburban area so there's nothing there's no cars it's black empty street nothing as we're pulling out into the empty street just a fucking cacophonous whoosh of every police car our small town must have had in its fleet from every direction just come out like in front of us there's like five cars from across the street from darkness the lights turn on full flashers they come out from behind us like whoosh like a dozen cars all at once and we're just like oh um what the fuck like hello what did we do? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we were speeding, so they called the guys? <laughs> like, I don't... We didn't do anything. Those you know? guys were speeding. Get everyone! Yeah. So, but, like, canine unit, huge, like, uh, just so many dudes. And, like, one of them was, like, a SWAT SUV. Uh-huh. With, you know, guys with the helmet. They all come rushing and pull us up. And the guy comes rushing up to the window uh, and, like, bangs and is like, roll down your window! And we're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. As it turns out, that specific gas station... Uh, because it closed every night at like 10 p.m., some reasonable time, but it was close to the interstate. It was kind of, it was not in a dense residential area. It was by a bunch of other businesses. Mm-hmm. It turns out that gas station had been robbed in the middle of the night, sometime between 2 and 6 a.m. Oh. Twice in the last two weeks. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so there's all these cops staking out this gas station like we're gonna get we're just if they show up we're gonna get them this time they can't keep getting away with this (laughs) and at 3 a.m right on cue a car probably playing metallica or blasting some music comes screaming down the road not you know going way too fast pulls in really aggressively and then a bunch of dudes in pirate costumes pile out of the car and run in the door of the gas station (laughs) about the pirate costumes (laughs) and the cops are like this is it wait wait till they do it hold and then we they watch this right like we're we're all having this drama yeah. uh, at the guest and all the cops are like wait what are they talking about why aren't they breaking in maybe one of them's gonna go around back keep waiting no you need to you, you keep your lights off everybody stay dark and then we start to leave and they're like what the fuck they didn't do anything pull them over anyway get them this has to be the guys <laughs> i want to hear the call in where they're like there's actual pirates at the gas station right now <laughs> they think they can hide their identities <laughs> uh, they're too clever for us one of them's in camouflage the other ones didn't dress up for the occasion <laughs> it's a whole fucking thing they get us all out of the car they get us separated like they're interrogating us right, right yeah. and they're like uh the, you know to me my experience was they get us all separate they're like what are you doing and i was like we went and saw a midnight movie came out tonight. I saw Pirates of the Caribbean. He was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do your parents know you were? And I was like, yeah, they know. They're probably asleep right now. He's like, oh, they're asleep, huh? Get, get your da- get your parents on the phone. Call whoever. Wake them up. Yeah, like a pirate like you has parents. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I call, and like clearly my parents were asleep. I call, it's 3, 3 in the morning, 3.30, whatever. Finally, I get my dad on the phone. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, dad, we got... Hold over. It's really weird. The cop wants to talk to you. The cop has the phone for all of five seconds. Mm-hmm. He, he picks it up very like he's about to show me. And he's like, sir, do you know where your son is? And I can only imagine my dad was like, yeah, he went to the movies. I don't know. He's supposed to be on his way home. And the cop was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and hands it back to me. 
And that's it. And dad, like, dad hangs up and is just like, just come home. God. And like, click, that's it. And that's this, I think that's the same experience everyone had. Because after, you know, a few minutes where the cops are all on edge, we, we they let us all get back together. And when they're like, okay, get the hell out of here. And we're like, well, we're really low on gas. You guys have like, and they're like, no, go away. <laughs> God damn it. Get out of here, you stupid kids. <laughs> you have any idea how stupid you made us look? God. But like, so we all get in the car and we're like, okay, well, we got to go to the same gas station. Like, may, may or may not make it home on this. So we still have to do that shit. And as like, as we're leaving, the last cop is at the window. It's like the canine cop, right? He comes over and he's like, you guys don't have any uh, like drugs or anything in there, right? We didn't. And, you know, we hadn't told them they could search the car, but they comes, you know, cops fish for an opportunity to yeah, yeah. have a dog sniff or whatever. Comes over and he says that and we're all like, no, sir. No, we're going to go home. Straight home, sir. And my one smart ass friend oh. is sitting in the back with me, looks at him and he's like, there's a bazooka and a case of beer in the trunk. Oh my <laughs> And the cops God. are like, all right, there's a bazooka. Get the dog. <laughs> they pull us back out of the car. The dog's there's not shit in this car. There's like a, some D&D books and a bunch <laughs> of other nerd shit and like, my stupid, dumb piece of shit, Pete. God damn it, Pete. <laughs> piece of shit, Pete. <laughs> That's still his nickname to this day. God damn. That all happens. They don't find anything because we're just a couple of nerds going to see a pirate movie. We go home. It's fine. And like that whole story almost fits this, except my dad could not have fucking cared less. Mm -hmm. Like the cop had such, you know, that air that like cops or teachers, people in authority get where they're like, oh, I'm going to speak to your parent. Yeah. And like, and like, I was like, you can talk to him, man, but he's just going to be fucking annoyed that you made me wake him up. And that's pretty much what happened. You're going to be the one grounded officer, not me. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to talk to your parents after we're done. Uh, Hilarious shenanigans though, right? Pirates try to rob the Duchess gas station I, in the middle of the night. I just love this visual because I keep forgetting that you're in pirate costumes. So like, I imagine the guy in the backseat was like, are there be a bazooka in a case of rum? <laughs> There's a bazooka! <laughs> I just love the thought of like the police perspective. They're watching this. They're all like bored out of their minds, waiting for something to happen. Then finally a car pulls in. One of them's like asleep. The bu his buddy nudge like, hey, hey, it's going down. They're there. They're back. And yeah. then they see fucking pirates get out of the car. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God. Well, that's the thing, right? Criminals do that, right? You wear like, you know, you wear the dead president mask sort of thing. Yeah. They see that and they're like, oh, they're wearing, they're wearing disguises. It's just like the movies. This is them. Oh, of course. The pirate pirates. No, one would wear pirate costumes is that a pirate flag on their car my god <laughs> the guy whose car was really loved pirates he had a jolly roger uh, like a big of bumper sticker on the back did. of his car hell so. yeah <laughs> it's not a car anymore in my mind it's a boat <laughs> you guys are driving a boat just a huge fucking ship sailing down <laughs> we're all gonna get scurvy we need lemons it's one of those things where you hit the roof of the gas station with your mast and it just all topples down right on the gas station <laughs> oh man that was a fan how have i not heard that story three points for that story that was quite a story minus one for not wearing a pirate costume yourself no you don't, you get, don't to get to say, to say that. that you don't get to do that no, you Come watch on. yourself you watch yourself i almost deducted a point from you there oh, oh, yeah all right Wade, I'm going to give you one last chance. You said you had another story, right? You were saving worst for last? Rebuttal, sir. I, yeah, I didn't. So this one's kind of like, eh, but uh, there was a time where, you know, we were in our adolescent years. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you searched porn for the first time. We all had that moment where we searched our very first time.
time and uh, our computer was in the kitchen of the house and i remember people talked about like playboy magazines and all this and that and i curiosity got the best of me so i just typed in playboy.com uh, on the browser after the internet booted up you know of course I had like half an hour before anyone would be home. I was like, right, I just want to see what all the fuss is about. I got to see. And I remember like the page loaded and like just naked women all over the place. And I remember freaking the fuck out. And I didn't know anything about deleting search history or anything else. So I remember later that day, uh, my mom was like, you didn't look up porn or anything earlier, did you? I was like, no, but my older brother did. I saw him looking at him. <laughs> you and I was the good kid. So of course, immediately my mom believed uh... Uh, so the no he did it <laughs> wow and i remember saying it with such conviction i have no idea if she actually believed me but like she played it off like she did mm. so to this day i've never found out if my mom knew it was me if i got because i've never been a great liar so i don't know if she knew it was me or if she just immediately believed me because it was a hundred percent something he would do well she knows now yeah yeah it's out there yeah. is that the full story that, yeah it's good enough that's all, you know. all right i'll give you a point for that story and with that that's just enough we bring our contest here to a close we've all admitted some things that we are ashamed of and our parents are even more ashamed of us i'm tabulating the points here uh-oh guys uh -oh. we have a tie i've actually oh, never encountered this it. tie before <laughs> Wade, can you confirm that this is a tie? Yes, it is in fact a tie. It is in fact a tie. All right, so we need a tiebreaker. Uh, we can do it one of two ways. We could leave it to random chance. We could flip a coin. That'd be boring, okay. but at least it would be impartial. Or if you guys have any further confessions, not anything that your parents might know, but something that you want to air out that you've been holding tight to your chest that is super embarrassing. Oh, man. If you guys want to get out there for one bonus point, the first to do it, We'll get the point. Can I use something I've already talked about on uh, this podcast? It has to be new. has to be something no one knows. Something you're so... You've never told a soul, maybe. Uh, and if you guys don't want to do that, we can toss a coin. That'll be that'll be my... Oh, I know. I want to do it. I just got to think of something. <laughs> okay. I got to think of it before. I have off. one. I have one. I was not a kid. Well, I was in college, but I wasn't living at home. Uh -huh. My parents would definitely not have been mad, but would have been disappointed. Okay. But I'll give Wade a moment. All right. If you both have one, I'll pick the more embarrassing one. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Uh, come on. Come on, me. I was a terrible kid secretly. I've got to remember all the bad things I did. There's something. I did something else. Uh, uh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Stop. Hold on. It's there. I know it's there. I'll find it. Just give me uh -huh. more time. Right, well, Bob will tell his. It's fine. And then I will give you a chance. And if it's more embarrassing, Bob, is that fair? If his is more embarrassing, I'll give sure. him the point. Sure, sure. All right. Everyone's okay with the rules. Okay. Yes. All right. We're all good. Bob. Okay, I, uh, one night, it's college. I'm of drinking age at this point. Uh, I did drink before I was 21 in college. We've already discussed situations mm. like that, but I'm of drinking age. And one night, I don't know what the hell happened. I'm like, hanging out with a friend that I drank with quite a bit. We would do all kinds of shenanigans together. And, um, so I don't know if it's his idea or my idea. At some point, we got hung up on this idea of, like, what if we just drank until it's tomorrow? Like... Like we've never done that. What just, if you just did just that? Like, Is that possible? The night? Just like party all night 
And like it got to the point where we, you know, we, it was the weekend. Uh-huh. This was a weekend. It was like Saturday night, and we were like, okay, well, it's our, you know, it's already ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. It's already like nighttime. We're we're starting, but like, what if we just try and go until like the sun comes up? Uh huh. Interesting. Interesting idea. Okay. And uh, we have a big a handle bottle of. Southern Comfort. We have a bunch of other assorted liquors, but I was a whiskey drinker, mm. and so I was really into the Southern Comfort. We we just committed to this. We got to the point where like at like one a.m. we're calling a buddy who's graduated, who lives like half an hour away and has a job and is an adult. We're calling him like, hey bro, bro, you gotta come hang out. We're drinking until tomorrow. And he was like, it is tomorrow, motherfucker. It's it's the middle of the night. What are you talking about? Like, no, no, no. You gotta come down. I don't know why he did this, but eventually he came down. Mm-hmm. He at like two in the morning came over and was like, all right, we're doing it. We're playing beer pong and kings and whatever and drinking all night. Hmm. Eventually it went from like, we're doing this. We're doing, we're gonna drink till tomorrow, guys. So like, I have, this is one of the few nights in my life where I drank and I don't remember what happened very much, but I have images of me sitting cross-legged in a corner of like the living room mm-hmm. with the giant bottle of Southern Comfort in my lap, just drinking straight out of the bottle like a like a weirdo. And I have another flash of me on the, there's like an outside deck with the guy who came uh, to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And he's like exhausted and he's just normal. And I'm like embarrassing drunk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you guys appreciate this. I've never been had this drunk before, and you, you gotta appreciate, you appreciate this. Apparently, the theme of the night was I reached a point where I was just yelling constantly, like, "You guys gotta appreciate this. Uh. This is an experience. <laughs> you gotta appreciate this all night. Yeah. We're drinking all night." And I don't know how it ended. I, those are the only like images I have. I woke up. It's the only time I've ever done this. I woke up face down on the floor of the kitchen. Like I woke up crusted in uh, spilled drinks and whatever. Like it's a college boys apartment kitchen floor. Uh, Gross down there. Yeah. And I woke up face down on it. Still drunk, (laughs) but I woke up because my phone alarm started going off at like eight or nine because I had to go because the fraternity that I was in, which is like a professional fraternity, actually social, I guess. I don't know. It's a music fraternity that I was supposed to be elected as an officer that day because I was one of the older guys and I was I had volunteered myself. Responsible. Yeah, well I was I was to be elected the fraternity education officer who's basically the one the responsible adult who's in charge of like helping recruit new members and teaching them convincing them why they want to join and what's cool about what we do. Uh-huh. And uh so I showed up to that meeting in those same clothes. I must have looked like a fucking nightmare. Still drunk. I showed up because I was based when I woke up, I was like, I gotta leave now or I'm not gonna make it. And I walked over there and showed up and again won the election because I was running on a post. But like, I don't know what those dudes saw because I don't really remember it that well, but I got elected. Oh. Um, that's the only time I've ever. Like, and and I drank a good amount in college. I had a good time drinking, but I also had like a pretty decent tolerance. I'm a bigger dude, which helps. Uh, But I never would like wake up in weird places or like generally I remembered what happened. I would not black out. But that night, I have no idea why we were obsessed with the idea of drinking until the next day. Hmm. And it shit just got unhinged. Hmm. All right. That was pretty good. So that's pretty, And if my parents, I don't think my parents know about that. If they heard that story, if they listen to this, you know they're like pursing their lips, shaking their head just like. Oh, they're so disappointed. Mm, I can feel Very it. disappointed in that one. All right. Wade, that's going to be tough to beat, but you have a shot. That's all right. I got this. You do? Here we go. All right. I believe you. Uh, title. Insert good title here. And all the right, story. Well, oh. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Insert story better than Bob's. You have nothing 
to be embarrassed about. I got nothing, man. I got nothing. <laughs> I guess Wade is just really perfect. I really am. It sucks. Oh, well, I guess, oh, you win the not disappointing your parents prize, Sweet. but you don't win this podcast, Wait, I'm afraid. Please, no, I uh, hold on. I'll be bad. I'll be uh, bad for you. Don't. <laughs> please stop. Oh, my God. You're, you're, you're embarrassing your parents right now, but the scoring is now over. I do declare that Wade is the loser. Okay, yes. you didn't have to go that route. Oh. And that Bob is the winner. And best. The most shameful among us. Oh, well. Long scream his name. All right, great. So which podcast episode are we rehashing next week? Sorry, Bob, that was me. Wow. Okay. Sorry, too soon. soon. I'm deducting five points from your next performance. Oh, you'll forget by then. An advantage. (laughs) No, Bob, you (laughs) like, will you deduct five points during your judgership? No, no, yeah, I'll agree with you. Wait, no, hold on. Hold on. I'll I'll pre deduct five points from Wade for the next episode that I get to host because I won. For bad sportsmanship. This is collusion, collaboration, collision. You were, you were, cauliflower. You were, we're not mad. Wait, no, no, mad. don't, don't, please, no, don't We're do it. Just, but we are disappointed. Oh. Anyway, Bob, would you like a Victor speech? Uh, well, I thought the episode where I did an entire episode, and neither of you stopped me, by the way, uh, rehashing a topic that we'd already done uh, would be the most embarrassing moment that I had on this podcast, but I guess we're really trying to escalate everything, so uh, I have mixed feelings about the waking up on the kitchen floor story. I think it's funny, but it's definitely embarrassing, so uh, it's worth a win, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take that. Well done. To be fair, I didn't stop you because I didn't know we talked about it before. I never know what the hell is going on around here. I, I I stopped you. Yeah, well, you stopped me after like 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah, definitely. But I, that, that is the one thing I think that struck me. Uh, in the in the recording, I was really just like defeated and sad. But like the next day I woke up and I was like, we all participated. <laughs> None of us realized what we had done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I I led us yeah. down that path. But you could stop at any, you stopped me just 10 minutes before I'm that sorry. from doing an episode we had already <laughs> oh, I'm done. I'm sorry that my encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of what we've done on, wasn't uh, quick enough. But anyway, that's all the time By we the way, have. Dogs and cat are doing great. Thanks for asking. Everyone's great. Oh, cool. Good. That's good. That's good to hear. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You listening keeps us alive. It's the only thing. Mm-hmm. It sustains us. Yep. For every listen that we get on this podcast, on the various podcast platforms, or wherever you're listening to this, just know you're adding another second to our lifespan. Thank you. And if you don't, we're not mad. We're just disappointed in dying. Yep. Yep. So be sure to listen again next Monday when we have another episode. Uh, If you want to see animations, they will be on the YouTube channel in the future. We have more in the works currently. Uh, Thank you, Bob. You can find Bob streaming on Facebook. MySkerm. You can find Wade streams on Twitch. Minion777 and LordMinion777 on YouTube. My name is Mark Blyer. Thank you. And podcast out. Why did I have to be such a good kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Boo!